Make life, not war. You've heard make love, not war. Well, I'm saying make life, not war. You know, quit fighting with yourself. Quit the inner uh, dialogue that keeps telling you to go back to what you used to do, to go back to your old relationships, uh, to go back to your old way of living. Today's a new day. Today is the day the Lord has made and we should rejoice in it and be glad in it. We should be thankful and grateful for everything we have in life. So make life happen. Just make it happen and let it happen. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot to say about um, people that we see as successful. What we don't see is the 90% you know, the, I call it the law of the iceberg, right? We see the 10% above the water, but there's 90% of their life below that water that got them to appear above the water. And we look at this huge iceberg and we think it's massive, but we don't go under the water where it's, it's deep and it's dark. And um, it's what keeps that thing floating above the water. It's all the 90% that's below the water that keeps the iceberg afloat. So... You know, let you know, make life not war. And what I'm really trying to say is, you know, don't don't look at your life as a problem. Look at your life as a beautiful form of energy that God gave you before you even came to this world. And as you appeared in this world as sons and daughters of God. This is what we're supposed to be displaying in this earth is that we belong to him. We belong to Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, our Master, our Elder Brother. He came and showed us what it's like to live as a son of God. You know, he was the son of God. We're sons of God. You know, let us look at to Jesus, for example. Quit looking in the mirror. You know, if, you, if you're a man and you're shaving every day, you look in the mirror... That's not the real you. That's the manifestation of the energy uh, that put on this flesh. And uh, the Bible says that the word became flesh, flesh. Well, the word is in you. The Father, the word, and the spirit, they'll always remain. And so will we. So why don't you look at your life as a beautiful orchestra, you know, maybe years ago you used to play the trombone. And maybe after that you played the piano. And after that you played the drums. And after that you played the little triangle. Uh, and maybe after that, you know, you were the conductor. Maybe after that you were the janitor that cleaned up, you know, after the orchestra played. Well, today's a new day. You know, maybe today you're going to be the uh, opera singer. Maybe today uh, you are going to play the guitar. You know, maybe today you're going to just quietly sit there and wait for the conductor to instruct you to play. You know, just because things have stopped in your life doesn't mean that God has stopped in your life. Be brave. Be strong. Be you. Bless you today. This is an account of a supernatural miracle uh, healing that took place uh, well over 20 years ago 
And uh, this is Pastor Greg at AskPastorGreg.com. So I wanted to share, um, actually I want to share as many stories as I can on Anchor about healing uh, and miracles that I've seen firsthand, meaning that I was the one that uh, God used to uh, deliver the miracle or the healing to another human being. And believe me when I say this, that I'm more amazed when people get healed. Uh, I'm more amazed than they are, uh, you know, or I'm just as amazed. Maybe that's a better way of saying it. But I'm always grateful, always thankful for uh, what God um, has gifted me with to help the human race discover and experience the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven on earth. Um, so my first uh, story brings me back to when I was actually in Bible college and I was selling uh, photographs of uh, parents, newborn babies or up to three years old or three years, up to three months old. And um, they were in different, uh, you know, uh, professional poses. And uh, they were quite cute uh, poses that people could choose from. And then they could buy, you know, eight by tens or you know, five by sevens, whatever the size of pictures that they wanted from their favorite pose and different packages. But I walked into this home and um, there was the mother holding the, uh, the younger child. And this child was around three months old. And uh, I honestly don't remember if it was a boy or a girl, but, um, but I do remember the mother's sister was uh, at the kitchen table, and when I was presenting the the pictures, she was cursing the name of Jesus. She was, you know, just she was drunk. She she had been drinking, and uh, she was drunk, very loud, very obnoxious. And uh, and I'm trying to do my sales presentation, and um, so what I did was uh, uh, I noticed that as I was doing the sales presentation, that the little infant that the mother was holding kept, you know, basically throwing up on the floor, but not like barfing, but just kept spitting up and it was splatting on the floor. So I obviously knew something was up and I turned to the mother and I said, what's wrong with your baby? And then she said, well, it, the baby has a sliding hiatal hernia, it was born with it, and it's been throwing up nonstop since the day it was born. And I say it, because I don't remember if it was a he or a she, right? So. I'm telling the story 20 plus years later. And uh, so I was in the, in the home and I said, well, I want to finish, um, you know, I'm here on a sales appointment for the company that I was working for. But uh, I said, I'm, I'm actually in school right now to, I'm studying to be a pastor. And uh, when I'm finished, would it be okay if I prayed for your baby? And she said, yes. Well, immediately her sister sobered up as to, so to speak. And she even apologized. She goes, here I am cursing God's name. I still remember it. And uh, so I'm laughing. I'm laughing right now because it's always the people like this that are actually looking and most hungry for God. The ones that are all, you know, look like they got it all together. There's no hunger uh, for them to change. But what happened was I finished, you know, selling the package. And I asked uh, the mother to bring the baby over as uh, she was holding it, and I just laid hands and I said, in the name of Jesus, I just command healing to enter this baby's body. And that's all I said. 
And that baby did not throw up from that moment on. And so what we did is uh, they invited me to go come in the living room. The baby still didn't throw up. I was there for what I remember a, a couple hours uh, after that. And uh, what happened was these women, you know, the mom and the sister, uh, the mom's sister, um, they both wanted to know how could I ever have a relationship with, with Jesus. So I led them into what we call uh, the sinner's prayer. Uh, you know, some of you may remember those terms, but um, anyways, the baby got healed of a sliding hail hernia. And that was the first visible miracle I ever saw.